Boat Takeover. My name is Nick Brown, Friday Brown from Friday Brown Town, the 14th Reason, the Silver Surfer, Top Deck. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my left for the first time in a few months, the oh-so-glorious one, Mr. Silky Cream Cheese himself. He's feeling a little jolly, not too jolly, Mr. Nathan Cusserson. How are you doing? It's good to see you in person. You look amazing. Can you please tell me I look amazing? I am a bit down right now. Nick, you look amazing. Fantastic. Don't ever say that about yourself again, mate. You're, you're one of the great men of all time, but um, <laughs> I actually got lost three times on the, the way over here. Yeah. You're only 10 minutes away from my house, but I forgot the way. Yep. But I got here in the end, and um, it's almost the season to be jolly, Nick. So that's why I'm not quite jolly, but mm. I'm kind of jolly. So You're like, growing the beard to be jolly at the moment, which is yeah, uh, it's, um, it's a bit of a quarantine beard, I think you could say. It's rising. It's mm. rising. So the, the, the tide's rising, Nick. The tide is high. I saw Tommy a, Kitten. I saw a joke the other on uh, Reddit today. Do you, can I just read it out to you? I just want to. <laughs> yes. It's a really bad one, but oh. it's for a good reason. It's for a good cause. <clears throat> a pirate walks into a bar. Nathan. <laughs> a pirate. A pirate, like Army Hardy's? Yeah, Army Hardy's pirate, yeah. I guess you could say. Uh, the bartender asks, is that a steering wheel in your pants? And, and the pirate responds, Yar, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Reddit. Reddit, yeah, that was Reddit. Hyper, hybrid humor from uh, oh, Backbone Taker, oh, as always. Uh, I was, I was hang- Joke of the day. Would you believe it? I was hanging on to that joke for three months. Like, I hadn't seen you in three months. I said, <laughs> first time I get him, I'm reading that joke. <laughs> I had to go back through so many screenshots, so many bad jokes, Nathan. Mate, you've done well. Oh, I'm a fan man. of it. What's been happening, man? What have you been listening to? What's been what's been <sighs> going on in the world of Nathan? Uh, absolutely not a lot, Nick Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> all, I've, um, all I've done in the, um, the lockdown is work and... Try and stay, um, I don't know, sane. Yeah, uh, sane. I, think, I think that's the word, but um, I lost my mind. I, I still haven't regained my mind yet. It'll probably be another few months before I do that. But um, I'm back at gym now too. Yes. The, the last six days, because I, I had a bad time in isolation. I just ate like shit. Yeah. Didn't exercise, didn't do anything and felt like shit. But now... The gyms have opened back up, Nick. So I was on a really fuck. I was on a mad run at the start of last, well, this year. It feels like last yeah. year, but fuck. And um, I'm getting back to that. So that's that's the focus, Nick. That's the thing. Like gyms at the moment, I'm not going to gyms yet because I just want to do 24 hour. I just want to go. I hate I hate going in like the, the nine book. till five or nine till six or whatever it is allowed to go at the moment. I need my own time. I go at midnight when nobody's <sighs> there because I have a serious case of gym intimidation. I felt and that Nathan, too. Gym intimidation. You <laughs> I feel that in, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You walk in and you look at all these dudes who have been hopping on big dick energy, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> They've, they've got it. We don't. They just walk up to your press and they just mm. flop their cock out on your face and go, "Look, buddy, you're only you're only pushing eighty kilos, and I need you to go fuck off because I'm pushing two hundred and six. Yeah, and that's just schlong- not, it's not good enough. Yeah, long schlong silvers they call themselves. <laughs> that's what they have. Big thick energy. You gym. just hear the but, um, bang on the, on the table. Uh, you literally you get down for the actual the bench press itself, and you hear the two flops, one of the ass cheek and one of the actual Dude, the, the, some, the some of their fucking yeah. some of the um those shorts that they wear are so they're so tight, tight and yeah. so short that when they do a squat, you can actually see a nut hang out like it, actually, com- it comes out it's like a borat skit i bought really tight shorts yesterday oh, from Ta- Tarjay, i'm Nick coming Brown. to your short gym straight away <laughs> but i wore them today and um, i was riding the exercise bike and tr- almost all of them came out nick brown it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> a great them, all, all, all three balls almost came out i'm telling you right now it wasn't a good look but um yeah some can pull it off nick oh, some can i can't pull it off. no not, not yet no. hang on we can get around to that it is yeah summer, baby in the summertime thirsty merc we are getting closer to that summertime nathan what have you been listening to any music not stuff that's come out this week in general what has there been like a lockdown playlist for you have you <sighs> 
there any artists that have been getting you through lockdown? I've created about 45 <laughs> different playlists, Nick Brown. It depends on the week. I've had a sad boy playlist yep. where I was just emotional and crying well, we've all the all time. have got those at the moment. I've though. had a party playlist. So I had a lot of Madonna and Colin Minogue, oh, Nick Brown. I was, I was, playlist. I was raving to that. And um, also, I've had a lot of... Not really... He- I've been listening to a lot of heavy shit. So, like, normally yeah. I, I'd classify heavy... Like with us, like we we we, we kind of get on the deathcore side of things occasionally with like grave and bands like that. But I haven't been striving down that route. Yeah, and I've been listening to a lot more commercial shit, a lot of rap and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I, mean, I haven't been listening to the charts, but um, we haven't had a lot of music to go off. Like yeah. we've had a bit of like music over the last few months, but nothing's really stood out and really like. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a shit year. Bands release shit music. And yeah. fucking ha- I'm fucking sick of it. You're right, Nathan. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, you know what? I've uh, been playing the last couple of weeks. What have you played? I've been talking played? to you over the, over the phone about yes. this. I've been back. I'm playing cricket at the moment. You are. I can't so believe it. I played cricket as a junior up until about 18. Played a couple of games of seniors and went, fuck, everyone takes this, this way sucks. too seriously. Yep. And I'm fucking <laughs> out of here. This sucked. Uh, nine years later, here I am coming, making the uh, my triumphant return. Uh, to the field and yeah. I've realised within two games I don't know why people play cricket yeah. it is the dumbest it's the stupidest sport Nathan you yeah. go out there and you're like when it's batting it's great because you can just sit there you go out to bat who cares if you go out it doesn't yeah. matter because you can just sit there with your shorts just relax on, have yeah. your balls hanging out like you do at the gym and just watch everyone else bat for a while but when you go out to field especially like myself who isn't a bowler and doesn't wicket keep anymore and I just it's sit the boringest there, time alive, isn't it? They put me in the shittest position, mm. the position that the batters are going to hit it there the most. So I'm going to be doing the most running, and then they crack it at me because <laughs> I don't make a math. I don't dive, sacrifice my body, and run myself into the fence. Like the, the cones yesterday for the boundaries were that close to the fence. If you tried to dive over, you're you're going to hit your it. face. Yeah, you're yeah. smacking it. It was, <clears> it was horrible. And I just wonder why people play this dumb sport. Like I know I'm part of the problem here, Nathan. Yeah, but you've joined the cr- problem. Cricket man. in general, stupidest sport. Maybe Maybe top five worst sports going. Yeah, well, there's a reason a lot of people hate the sport as well, Nick Brown. It's, it's hard. Like, if you're batting in the, the middle, I love the sport. Yeah. Like, I, I, that was my my zen place. That's where I went to go to just relax. Yeah. And I used, to, I used to love batting. But as you say, as you grow older and you, you lose the ability to get to bowl and actually do other things, yeah. it's a long day and it's a Saturday. Like, it's your prime day. Like, you're working five days a week. You're losing a day to cricket. It's not like it's a three-hour game like a footy game. Yeah. It's a fucking six or seven-hour day, Nick Brown. And when it's 40 degrees and you're wearing the white pants and you're sweating out there with your chafing in the um the groin area, and mate, I'm telling you, I retired at 18 for a reason as well, Dick. I, I feel so bad for everyone on this team because oh, mate. I don't. None of the gear is mine. So I don't. My <laughs> shirt is someone else's. My pants are someone else's. My my pads, my bat, my box. The one I put over my dick isn't mine because I'm too scared I'm going to get hit the balls and I'm just thinking like they're getting all this stuff and I would stink I was sweating so much yesterday it was so fucking humid it was so yes. muggy and I'm just there going this is the worst day of my life like I'm running 5k's around the field trying to stop these balls because nobody else will mate. here I am fucking Usain Bolt compared to all these other players you are I fucking hate it specimen I hate it. mate I hate cricket I used to love it October November that's when I used to average the most <sighs> yeah. my average dipped after Christmas when the weather got actually hotter so there's nothing better as you said there's nothing better than being out there in the middle when you're batting well oh, and yeah. you feel confident but there's nothing worse than sitting out in the field when you just don't want to be there, no. which is every time you're out in the field because no one wants spot. to be playing cricket. Uh, Nathan, speaking, let's go to good news. What we did on the weekend, sold out all the shows. Yes, they did, Nick. Happy, happy, happy days. Did you get a ticket? Because I'm away this weekend. I couldn't even get a ticket. Oh, I didn't get a ticket, Nick. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. Not ready for the gigs? I'm not ready for gigs yet. Yeah. No, I'm still um, I'm probably a, a, a little while away. Yeah. I still want to, yeah, I've got to work on the body yeah, and the that. mindset and getting ready to that, but... 
props to the boy, Jason Berger. It's a great concept. And to actually get a gig so quick after it feels like lockdown a month ago, we're all still stuck. Yeah. To get a gig within six weeks of it kind of ending is unbelievable. And to sell it out, one, two, three, four, five, six, bang, 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 bang. Unbelievable scenes. I don't know. I think I missed the bang. No, there, I, think Nick you got, I think you got the correct amount of bangs. So yeah. what do we got? So we got Earthbound. We got Dweller. We got Wake the Blind. We got Dreg. We got who else? We got Nick Brown. Bad um, Love. Bad Love. Yep. And um, oh, uh, the the shitty pop punk band. Um. Oh no. Oh, uh, Jurassic Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The yeah. Band I wrote about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took the piss out of them. Yeah. Apparently they're really good dudes. But they're really no, they close are, to Jason Berger. So um, that's gonna be a good show. So you got six shows there. People will be going to multiples. I'd say. Yeah. Like, I hope so. Yeah. I, I'm back on Sunday, so I might just go up to the, just chill out with the. Guys, be like, if, hey boys! If, any, if, if the sesh is still going at that stage, I might <sighs> go up and say hi to him. If the sesh isn't going, <laughs> Nick, there's something wrong. Apparently tonight there's going to be parties. Like Hang apparently on. the old, the whole, um, the lockdown kind of with the maskage areas at midnight tonight kind of ends. So oh, no. people are just getting on benders. I'm, I'm, I'm part of that fruity, um, fruity beer page that yeah, you yeah, added yeah. added me on last week, and the um, the amount of fruity beer parties going on tonight, Nick Brown, unbelievable. I felt like buying a slab. Three pages I'm a part of right now: blokes in their fruit beers, blokes in their zinger boxes, and blokes in their nose, nose beers. beers. Yep. <laughs> And apparently, What's the best one? Oh, apparently, nose beers is definitely the best yeah. one. Uh, apparently, there's actual cops who have been like put oh, on the page, and rating like, them, and they're trying to like find people into like, hey, can you tell me where to get a bag? Oh, uh, no. and try, like going oh, undercover, no. <laughs> like trying to get people out. And yeah, that's why I've got a. Uh, I'm going to court soon to, <laughs> to fight one of those charges. That's yeah. what you've been doing. Yeah, I know. Well, uh. Lockdown got me fucked up, yo. Um, that's a Ral Reynolds comment from earlier this year, Nathan. I keep, I will remember that for the rest of my life. Maybe. Oh, get a uh, Nathan, can we talk some music, please? Yes. Nick. Oh, what do we got? Fuck me. Can we tell me? So the old saying two out of three ain't bad, right? Mm. It's a, it's an old, it's a classic saying. Well, Nick, I actually I was about to say that when I entered the um the humble abode that we're in because I knocked on your door twice and then the yeah. third time I came in. Yeah, two out of three that, ain't bad. Exactly right, Nick Brown. And like I think that's a thing, <clears throat> common thing. If two if a band releases two bad songs and the third one's not that uh, two 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 good, good ones, songs, sorry, a, yeah. the third one's not that two, good. Two yep. bad ones and the good ones, I guess, not that bad. One yeah. out of three is not that bad. What about zero out of four, Nathan? That's what, not good at what all. What about a day to remember? Because <laughs> I guess you could almost say that they've um hit a brick wall. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I, I, this might be the worst of the four. This is horrible. And I, I blame Burjo for this. <laughs> I directly blame that Jeremy McKinnon looking bastard for this fucking song. Burjo's alias Jeremy McKinnon, like producer extraordinary day. Remember front man. I don't know what he's doing. I, I, I don't know what they're doing as a band. I've got a few things written down about this song, Nick Brown. I've actually, so. I've actually heard Burjo shaved his beard because he doesn't want really? to be, he doesn't want associated. To be, he doesn't want to be affiliated with Jeremy anymore. Really? You know, they're that bad. I may have just made that up. I don't know. We'll work that out. Burjo, can you send me a selfie? I want to look at you. You're a pretty man. He's a gorgeous man, yeah, Nick Brown. But Nick, what a mess. What a mess this whole actual saga. I'm calling it a saga now, Nick Brown. That's what this band has done yeah. to me because last year they, they, what, they came out with Degenerates and- I think it was Mind Reader. And, um, no, Resentment. Resentment, Resentment yeah. came out last year. So we're like, okay, Degenerate sucked. Right, Mind Reader had its parts that were kind of okay. We saw them at, um, at Good Things. We're like, yeah, they're good. Their old songs are fun. They're, they're a fun band, whatever. whatever. They kind of said they were doing an album. Yep. And then all throughout this year, we got um, bloody, what was it, Mind, Mind Reader at the start of the year. And we're like, okay, they announced the album date. No. Then COVID hit and absolutely cooked everything. And now, out of the blue, they've announced this Album, Nick Brown. So yes. what's it called? It's actually called- You're Welcome. You're Welcome. So Nick, if there's no rock collaboration in this, I'm going to fucking write. <laughs> I'm going to toss this shit out. But um, the the aesthetics of the visuals there on the album, so they're, they're going down the same route that they've had with the, the whole looking through the pattern, the, the which is kind of- Yeah, it's kind of been done a million times in the day to remember. But um, dude, if they're releasing songs like this- and the chorus isn't any good because they're a chorus band. Yeah, they are. If they're not doing that, that's their niche. Like, if they're not doing that well, they're not doing a hell of a lot else right and good, Nick. So, 
This chorus sucked. The guitars sounded so bad. They sounded tinny and shitty. And apparently they released like they wrote like a hundred songs. Remember I said that in the 360? They were like hundred songs. How many how many bands say that? Oh, we've written yeah. this many songs, and then the album comes out and they're garbage. Yeah. The album's garbage. And you're like, I wonder what the other songs were like. <laughs> I actually think a little bit of the uh, you know how Amity released Misery? Him like, okay, they're yeah. trying to change their sound up. Can they do it? They kind of went to the extreme of trying to change it too much from where they were. Yeah. Do you think now the day to remember? Because I could, I can't imagine how hard it'd be to be a pop punk band and try and write songs because you're doing the same shit, the same chords, writing the same shit, the same melodies over and over. Probably got bored, but the way they're writing these songs, Nick, they're trying to change a little bit too much, and I don't like it. I don't know. This this is a weird one. I think um, a dad, first of all, why does every band these days have to try and rip off the Parkway Drive crushed riff? <sighs> that fucking uh, Fit for a King did it about three months ago. Yes, and now Data Remember are doing Fuck. it. That riff, I know it's not a, a it's not a very original riff from no. Parkway, but it's the first one that comes to my mind every mm. single time, and it's just something very strange. As you said, they are a chorus, and I would argue a breakdown, breakdown band, band as well. Yep. And if you can't get a chorus or a breakdown this right, breakdown and it's it's like this whole this whole song is yep. a mess. Mm. I've never like I again. I don't. I am in the minority here. I understand that. I I actually quite enjoyed Bad Vibrations. I think the title track's amazing. I think um, Paranoia's amazing. Huge. I think Exposed was amazing. Stanky. Like, they're really good songs. Yep. I reckon there's about half a dozen really good ones on there. And that's right? what you're going to get from a Data Member album. That's all yeah, you want. That's all you need. And like as you know, we've we've said this before. You know, back in 2010, 2011, there were three bands that were kind of coming up. Day to remember, Bring Me the Horizon, Parkway Drive. Yes. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon, uh, currently- The biggest uh, band in the world, Nick, we'll yep. say. I guess you could call them Bring Me the Horizon. In our scene, yeah. Uh, Parkway <laughs> Drive, uh, Parkway fucking Drive. Biggest metal like, band you, in the world, yeah. just yep. put a fucking in the middle of it. Yeah. You understand how much better they Parkway are. Parkway fucking Drive. And now, a day to remember, I just- that little black sheep of the family saliva style. They don't even get a fucking. So it's not no. a day to fucking remember. It's not even that it's anymore. Almost Nick. a day to forget. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> nah, dude, this worst. is um, this isn't good. This is a bad release. It's been like critically, like even people that are like massive fanboys yeah. of a day to remember are saying how bad this song is. So if you can't even have the diehards defending your songs on this, I don't know what it's going to be like when they actually re- release the album. We'll get a few heavy ones, but I don't know, man. Zero out of four I, is bad. Yeah, I, and even a half. I give a half to resentment. I think that's a decent yeah, song. Yeah, it's got it's got a day to Moments. remember tropes. But that's not a one. That's not even a one. It's a half. A half out of four ain't good, Nick. Look, if two out of three ain't bad, a half out of four definitely ain't good. It's going to be one and a half stars out of ten the way that we're going. That's a lot of not many stars. No, it's horrible, Nick. <laughs> it is weird. Like I don't know where the band are going here. I don't mind. Again, I don't mind bands changing. I don't mind a day to remember going down this route. I don't. I'm not one of those guys who only likes heavier day to remember. I really like the song End of Me. I think End of Me is a great song. Like, that's a top a, 10 song. And that's a, yeah, it's an acoustic track. Of it means a lot to you. It means a lot to you. Track? It's a great song to sing it, bang. Like, mm. it's great. Don't want to sing it anywhere else. What but about a bang. Unifly, when or, we're emotional? Or, yeah, exactly. A couple of nose bags. Beers, dude. A couple of nose bags. I'm keeping that in. All I want. It's not a heavy track by any stretch, but it's one of their biggest. Like These are kind of things like, it's not just a day to remember aren't heavy anymore because they try to be a little bit heavy in this track. It's just, these songs aren't very good no, it's dude. just a simple fa- fact of they're not good that's that's the only thing it's not even the fact they're different they're just nah. not very good and yeah. if you write good music it will transcend your genre nathan they could come out with a dubstep track oh wait they did with marshmallow um what do you think about? <laughs> i didn't mind it actually where, so that's, where does that sit in the five that's the best that's, honestly yeah, so that's one. the one song everyone goes on about oh they they parted up with marshmallow what a shit track it's the best one they've released so far yep. i'm spewing that that's not on the album because at least that would be one decent track i'm fucking ropeable at this band ropeable. who are not only this, I'm looking at my phone right now, Nathan, and I'm pretty sure this album, just like Architect's album, is like 14 tracks long. Is I don't want to hear 14 tracks. So we've got 10 new ones. It's 10, 10 non-singles I coming, Nick. How are we going to do this? I don't want to hear any of them. I want to read a couple of the, um, Go on. 
Okay, this is a couple of song titles. Can maybe. I give a thumbs up or a thumbs down to the names of these yeah, songs? Yeah, okay. okay. Bloodsucker. Damn, that's no, horrible. No, it is. It's written, it's, it's Nathan, written about Wesley Snipes and Blade One. That's what That's what Bloodsucker is about. Must be a good song. Okay, thumbs that's up. That's enough. Yep. Uh, this one, Last Chance to Dance. Last Chance to Dance. Oh. Uh, in, in brackets, Bad Friend. Oh, Bad Friend sounds like a Twilight movie gone wrong. So That's a thumbs <laughs> that's up. A thumbs up for sure <laughs> there, Nick Brown. Um, FWM. So what would that stand for? Fum. Fum. B Y F O Fum. I spell the word. F Y M. Fuck your mother. That's what it stands yeah, for. It is. Yep. For definitely. F Y M. There you go. Yeah. Uh, high diving. Shit title. Terrible. Looks, looks like hell. This album's gonna Shit. sound like hell. Uh, Viva La Mexico. Ooh, that could be interesting. <sighs> yeah, Maybe they get the Bronx in there. A little bit of Loca, Nick. Hey. Is it, 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 I want the Maracas, man. <sighs> Mumbo number five as well. Well, Lou Bigger, thank you. Uh, only money, who gives a shit, who gives a shit, who gives a shit. Oh, okay, this album looks really bad. Where um, are the singles placed, Nick? Where are they? What, what numbers? Uh, one, two, seven, and 11. So they're Ooh. starting out with two of the singles, Ooh. which is never a good sign. Is this the opening track? Uh, the, yeah. The- Brick Wall is the opening track of this album. And it goes album. into what? Uh, Mind Reader. Ooh, well, it's not Jesus. a good start. It's That's- not a good start. I'm and, not. I'm not confident. And like honestly, like when we listen to albums, the one two punch out of the um the 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 blocks there. That's Huge. so important. Like the offspring, what do they do? One two, smacking you in the face, Nick. That's what they did every single time. Yeah. Don't remember not doing it. They're not doing anything right now, Nathan. And um, again, I'm blaming this all on Burjo. Um, it's not Come a thing of you personally, Burjo, but uh, also send me a selfie. I still want to know if you got a beard still. I still mm. want to know if you still want to be uh, associated with Jeremy McKinnon. Let me know. Uh, let's move on to Pot Shots, Nathan. Quick questions and quick answers. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first, Nick, man. Nathan, Download Festival is 100% not happening in 2021. Yay or nay? 100% yay. Because I think it was... It was- Barely going to happen in 2020 before COVID had even because yeah. the, the I, don't, I don't think the ticket sales were good. The um the lineup was decent, but um I think they were on their last legs there. I think that was going to be the last resort. And plus now, Nick, gigs are coming back. <laughs> last resort, Papa yeah. Roach. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I, was, I was waiting Sometimes for. Sometimes I wish we had Mike. Uh, uh, cameras on us because you just say a quote. Yeah, that's uh, how iconic that song is. You just like you yes. say the words "last resort" and you're like, "Oh, right. cut my life into pieces." <laughs> Jodeci, um, yeah, but dude. I don't think so. I, I, I don't see how they can... Like, because Download traditionally is built on the international. internationals. Yeah. And we don't know when we're going to get internationals at all, if any time, in 2021. I think well, the Parkway Drive Tour is still going ahead, I'm pretty sure, in 2021. They've, they've rebooked it. Yeah, um, but who knows if we're going to get... Is a, every time I die, I'm... Hate breach. yeah. So whether we get them, I, I don't think Download will happen, really, dude. What it's do a really think? tough one. Like, uh, look... As we said, I, if just say it went ahead because it was going to go ahead in 2020 before it was. the COVID stuff, and they blamed yep. it on my chem for a little bit. And I still personally like to blame it on my chem just for the fun of it. But uh, if that did happen in 2020, I really would have felt like 2021 would have been a struggle because it just never. The festival was good. Like, it was fine. It was trucking along really nicely. 2018 was really nice. I know people are like, oh, should, why isn't it as good as the UK? Well, it's because the UK have a lot of local acts that look fantastic on their posters, but don't look great on ours. Like, people in the UK look at a download poster, and they look at, like, North Lane, and they look at Polaris, and they go, fuck yeah, because we don't get to see these bands every six months like we do. Yo, who's a UK band? The Ar- Architects, who play every three Ooh. months, I'm assuming. They yeah. this morning. Do you know that they played this morning? They did, Nick. Did you watch it? Absolutely not. I'm away from fucking money on that shit. I've already seen Architects Live. It's the same performance every time. Now, I've heard it was really good. I yes. did. I've heard it's really good. I've heard they played a few new songs. A lot of people were crying on the UNFD Social Club. Have you, has this song ever made you cry? No. Really? No, nah, it has. Simple Man. Um, Simple Man, I saw it in Las Vegas. I was By on... Well, it, it was the Shinedown cover of the original Leonard Skinner version. Yeah. I was there. I was emotional. I, I was on all kinds of shit, Absolutely. Nick. I was just in one of those moments. And after that, I went and saw Britney Spears at the um, 
the the American ah oh, the further down the road, but it was a great Arena. night. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck it was. It was a sensational night. How's that for a one two? I punch? like it. That's fantastic. Mm. Did you cry during Britney Spears? Oh, no, but I um. What do you mean? I, I, I was on a on a high that night for a different reason. Oh, I'm no. not going to go there with that story. Not on this. Not on this podcast. <laughs> What were we talking about? Uh, pot shots? Yeah, pot shots. What do you got for me, Matt? Nick, Dad, remember a cooked yay or nay? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great minds think alike. Um, yeah. Oh. Nay. They, nay. Nay. They're not cooked. I'm backing him in. I just think if if there's anything that's going to turn around. And the other thing about this fucking band. Yep. Uh, that the fact that they've, like, this album's another six months away. It's so far away. That's what I was going to say, March, Nick. Why are we waiting so long? I thought a big issue was the artwork. Yes. And the artwork looks shit. I could have yes. done, done that on Word Art. Haven't you seen the sidetrack thing? It looks fantastic. It's better than the fucking Day to Remember cover. Good Lord almighty. Oh, Boy, wanna... You want a fucking swing set or a, uh, what's it called? A seesaw? That's oh, I want a Photoshop job too. <sighs> I'll put you on there. Yeah. I'll get you on there. Uh, but You're are they welcome. cooked? Yeah, no, <laughs> damn you, fucking piece of shit. Uh, Nathan, question for you. Yes, activists are better than ever as a band. Twenty twenty, yay or nay? Ooh. Not in terms of popularity. <sighs> I'm t- talking songs. Consistency wise, probably yes. Because um, I think we saw them at a soundway back in the day, and they were really fun. They're really like that whole like gent was kicking off. It was going crazy. Like that yeah. whole that whole movement back then was really kicking off, and like. Hacktivist was one of those bands kind of not pioneering it but kind of going on with it and we thought yeah they might be the band to move us forward then that first album hit and um, Deceiving Defy was a great song I was on the EP and followed up on the album that was the only real song I really remember off that first album and yeah. they kind of didn't have anything there that really took off and progressed the band and kind of they lost Timothy the, the guitarist the songwriter and now they've kind of fitted and taken away who, the guy that offered you a durry. We wanted uh, a durry from me at Soundway. The um, the little geezer, he's gone. So I actually think yes, it's more probably well balanced because it's not kind of guitar heavy. It's kind of everyone getting to shine a little bit more. So yeah, I'll say songwriting wise, they're more consistent. Is that yeah. is that a good answer? I like it. It's a terrible. No, I'm kidding. It's a great answer. <laughs> All right, Nick Brown to you. Metalcore is the biggest yet most boring subgenre in the scene. Yay or nay? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I love it, but I I can understand that. I love the twenty percent of it that I like. I look. I tolerate thirty percent. Yep. I love twenty and fifty. I don't like. Mm. That's kind of the way I go. Like, and you know, some. I I don't know what would you what you would rather be in the fifty percent that I don't like or the thirty percent I'm kind of indifferent on because again, you'd rather have an opinion on a band than have no nothing to say about a band. But look. It's a bit of a, it's pretty derivative, but every genre is really like you know, death course, fucking shit is shit as hell. But man, I would be lying if I said I didn't like a few cheeky deathcore yeah. songs. And uh, Jace, Jace, I'm not shitting on all deathcore. Just, uh, just he will it. come at you for no, saying no, that. Nick. No, no, you can. Well, at least he's and me too. I'll be because I'm backing you on this. Yeah, but like, but it's like every genre. There's no, there's no genre that doesn't have shit bands in it. Like I saw someone. Um, oh, actually, no, I won't say that. I don't want to be mean. Nah. Nah, I don't want to be mean. Yeah? Nah, oh, actually, I forgot. I'm, it's on my next pot shot, so I'm going to be mean then. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, that leads to your next pot shot. Yeah, uh, Nathan, local bands uh, starting out were better five to ten years ago. Yay <laughs> oh, or nay? Jesus. So I saw this thing on UNFD Social Club. Oh, no. Can't remember who posted it. Don't really care. Um, doesn't really have any impact on it. It's not me digging at this person. But it was like, yo, know, a, a thing of like folder, Australian bands, uh, bad songs, empty. Because there's no such thing as a bad song by Australian bands. I did see that. Um. Mm, that's no. false, Nick. Yeah, it's a, look, that's a nay. Yeah, a nay. that's a big nay. I, I want to ask, like, because, and I want to ask the question about, like, where do you think local bands, and I'm not talking about the local bands like Thornhill, I'm not talking about the bands like Alpha Wolf, I'm not talking about the bands like Justice for the Damned, I mean the bands like starting out. Do you think the bands starting out five to ten years ago were better than the bands starting now? Because I feel like a lot of bands 
are hiding a little bit more behind mm. their production that they could they can now get. Mm. Where especially ten years ago, five years ago, not so much. Ten years ago, mm. you could really tell when it was a local band, and you had to have some pretty decent skill to actually produce a good song or just pay a shit ton of money to get it done right. And yep. some bands did it. To be fair, they went out and they paid their money, and guess what? None of them made it. But no, they didn't. That's, that's, that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Do you think bands are better now than ever? Do you think they were better five years ago? To give me a year, I want a month, year, a day oh. when the bands were peaking. Jesus Christ. When June was... 16, 2017. Yeah, OG um, Black <laughs> Label EP slash um, Guilt and the Grief era Polaris, that Ooh, era. When, when was that? 2014, 2015? Yeah. We'll, we'll say that. I reckon the scene then was really, because it was so, like the scene was still not fresh, but it was still kind of, bands were finding themselves I, out. Ivel. Ivel was Vi- that. Ivel. All the subgenres around it, like now there's, they're all established. There's all bands that are doing all these different sounds, whereas back then there's still kind of room to actually create your own sound and go with it whereas now every band sounds like someone else from before so. and, and there's also this thing of like and this is not a bad thing in any stretch mm. it's actually quite a good thing now that we have all these kind of platforms to put them on UNFD yep. Social Club being a big one right Huge. and I, you know I talk shit about it but I, it's a very good platform for bands yep. but um, because back in the day they didn't really have that no. and the only one you really had was I probably ate your band and they killed everyone cutthroat as fuck what did they like, say about us Um, they said Singer was a really pretty guy and the rest of the band sucked yeah. I have no fucking clue no, I think they said we sounded like um, um, I don't know I don't know what song we sent them uh, we got a, I think we got like a four out of ten, which is pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah. considering everything was like a one. Yeah, I, I, know, I remember Life Pilot getting a ten out of ten, and I was like, oh, whoa, and yes, I, and, and that's how that's how I got into them. And then when we did the show, we said, oh, look at this band, and then boom, they but, made the hundred. Yeah, and, but th- that being said, like you know, five ten years ago, you didn't really have those platforms to go through. It was very much more like you had to kind of organically grow a bit more. You had to play shows consistently. Yeah, and I think because of that, you know. I think the better bands, it was almost like the cream, Sean cream was cream was rising Rise to, the to the top. I guess you could say. Yep. And now it's not a bad thing. Again, you know, you need a market, and you need to, you know, you got all these extra platforms to go off, and you can go through Dream Band and all that, and you know, shoot your shot. But it's almost like because it's so easy to do, a lot of we, phonies we are getting through the ranks there. Nick, a lot of, a lot of it's phonies. Just, it's a simple case of Brockhampton yep. saturation, um, <laughs> part one, two, or three. Um, Chad Brockhampton, there you go. There's a little uh, tidbit for you, Nathan. Do you think the overexposure like is a bad thing now? Like because we've got so many platforms. Like, I think promoting. for us it is. I think yeah. we're at an age like uh, you know, this, it's so fucking funny. The um, that mean that I, I think it was from four or five years ago, maybe. Mm. And it's like when you're 20, six band bill, hell yeah. 22. Four bands, sick. Once you get to our age, it's like, oh, sick. Let's just no, up with the no, no supports. Awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, like, we do like supports. Yeah, but we still like, watch them. Because yeah. we know a lot of these bands. Like, yes. we still do. Like, I know, but a lot of people who aren't inv- invested in the scene only really want to see the headliner and maybe a main support. Mm. But when it's all these local bands, it's really tough. So I, I get both sides <sighs> of the coin. And I forgot what the overall question was, but. I'm rolling with I it. I no loved idea it. what's happened. Nick, <laughs> I'm going to change it completely from the scene to just movies for you. Yes, Nick. give me a movie. Nick, true story movies are the best kind of movies. Yeah, no. Oh, absolutely. Nay, no. Thank God. All right. Because there's no such thing as a true story. Everything says based on a true story. Oh, yeah, true. I fucking the conjuring was based on a true story. Fuck yeah. I saw it all happen there. And it's like I was there. What part was true? I don't How know. Do you know that? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like Harry Potter based on a true story. Fuck yeah. How do you fucking prove that? Dumbledore. D- Dumbledore. Quidditch. Quidditch. Hagrid. Hagrid Quidditch is probably real. But everything else not real. It's a real. Do you know there's actually the Quidditch like championships in real life? The Triwizard Cup. How the <laughs> fuck do they do that, Nick? They can't fly off the ground. What, what how do they play it? It's 2020. You can do whatever the fuck you want oh, if you shit. set your mind to it. <laughs> Imagine dropping acid before you go out to play a game of Quidditch. And Nathan Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, second week in the row, I've said that. Uh, sorry, I had to drop that in. Playing uh, Quidditch on acid would be, um, let's see, the word is experience, I would say. Uh, be good. Imagine mm. all the people. 
Imagine all the people. I've been listening to a lot of um the Beatles the last few days. Yeah. Watching a couple of conspiracy. Do you have a favorite song? Oh, let it be Nick Brown. Great let song. it be Paul McCartney. Iconic. Also, they wrote the first ever metal song, arguably Helter Skelter. Nick. Yeah. I'm telling you, McCartney had it back then. Imagine. I wonder, I wonder what was the first ever quote unquote metal song. Like I know how they say because like you know it could be a local band in fucking Prague, right? And you don't, you just don't know. Maybe they'll make it. Everyone's like, oh, this is shit. This is what this is inaudible and whatever. I wonder what the absolute first one is because yeah. you know how like they say. You know, for every great you know, Helter Skelter, there's probably all these local bands who were writing it. Maybe one of the Beatles were hanging out in a pub and someone played this really heavy song and they're like, whoa, why do you think of, this is possible? A lot of blues artists in the 50s are credited with yeah. being the first kind of metal artist because it, like, it was sad and like sad chords, heavy chords, and that's how they played the blues music yeah. and that's what it was. So a lot of people trans- like translate that to being the original era of metal, which led to obviously Birmingham's own... Black Sabbath, Nick Brown, Ozzy Osbourne kicking off a Tony Iommi in the mid-60s. But yeah, he had lots of bands, Led Zeppelin. But yeah, the Beatles get the credit for it. But as you say, who knows? They could have seen what? some random planet. Who knows? What do you reckon the best era of metal is? Don't say now, obviously. But um, is there a, is there an era of metal you would have wanted to? Let's say, I hate saying like I was born in the wrong generation crap. But 80s. Like, you reckon 80s? You reckon going through that scene? 80s growing up. So you would have had the the, the post era of the, the British invasion. So, so like you would you're have turning had, 18 during So you're turning 1879 and you, you got 19. So you're overage. You can go to drink at all these concerts. Yeah. So you're going to see the Iron Maidens and the um, Metallicas of the world are kicking off the 80s as you go. Then as you, you move along, you got Bon Jovi coming through that era, White Snake, the whole hair metal, glam metal era. You got the yeah. Motley Crue's. Imagine seeing the Motley Crue Ozzy Osbourne Ooh. tour. Like apparently they wrote off that many things in that. T- yeah. Imagine seeing all that shit live, and like you had Guns and Roses killing that era. Like hair metal gets a lot of shit, but like a lot of great be, songs. How the hell do you not put Kickstart My Heart on it and, and not, not just love get an it? Instant erection. <laughs> like it is <laughs> so good, dude. That's, but that's the, the thing. Best, 80s. That's the best riff ever. What are you? It's so good. Doctor Feel Good, incredible. Girls, yeah. girls, girls, incredible. Yeah. I know, you're like, yeah, they've got some shit ones. Uh, I would have gone. I would have, and Van Halen was in that. Era I would have started in the mid '80s, maybe the back yep. end, because I wanted to. I would have liked to be a, seen the grunge, new metal, Ooh. and that kind of '90s. '85, '95. I would have loved to see hair metal die. Just wanted to see how it happened. Kind of be a part of Kirk that. Kurt Cobain. You know just, what I mean? Like, just see see those bands kind of be so big and then kind of crash down the way they did. It was kind of, It's really fascinating to look oh, look you, back at because, like, once, as you say, they, this is how they always say it, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but it's like, you know, once those, the Nirvanas and the Soundgardens and the Pearl Jam and the Chains. Alice Chains came through, it was like these hair metal bands almost were laughed at. It was like, you know, that new sad boy image. And you know what I mean, Nathan? I'm an out and out sad boy. We are sad boys. <laughs> so, and coming through Rage Against the Machine would have been popping around early 90s as well, like being a part of that, coming through the greatest era of uh, metal music, new metal, fucking fight me, Limp Biscuit, Corn, <sighs> Deftones. Um, there's Were one more around? I'm thinking, Linkin Park as well. Were they dropping albums 93 to or 90 to 95? Uh, no, early f- days. I have no fucking Who cares? So uh, you're, you're going Corn 90s. Were. Corn yeah. Were. yeah, Corn were. Yeah, you're right. And Limp Biscuit, because they were the same era. They, they yeah. played together when they were like. Might, like Jonathan Davis, I'm pretty sure, discovered Limp Biscuit. Yeah. And they, hey, what a fucking disgusting decision that was. <laughs> even, the, even the pop bands were struggling that era when grunge hit. Yeah. Like Michael Hutchins was wanted to turn in excess into a grunge band yeah. because of Kurt Cobain. So I interesting. I would have loved to be a part of that because there was a post grunge era. Wave. Right? You know, and afterwards, the post grunge era kind of got shot on big time. And there that was, was some, the Creed era. And there were some good bands coming out of that. Silverchair are kind of part of that post-grunch oh, era. we got to remember shit. that. So for every band that we kind of shit oh. on, a lot of those post-grunch that might, uh, would not might. Grinspoon, do they count? I never count Elements? I never count. Elements, definitely. Musically, yeah, but they weren't big enough to kind of be, I would say they weren't big enough. Um, yeah, they didn't. What do you call Smashing Pumpkins? They were kind of that in-between grunge band. I wouldn't they call were, post-grunge. Yeah, they were. They were like alt-metal kind of in this. 
they're their own they're their own thing like Billy Corgan literally he's the most like creative probably musician nearly ever because they from one album to the next they literally change all the time they're unbelievable that their longevity but yeah interesting they're one of those in between I'm looking at Ben's debut albums and working out what what album came out when because I'm fucking Slippery When Wet Bon Jovi when was that oh fucking never didn't come out (laughs) (laughs) it's a fucking it's an imagination (laughs) Um, no firstly Biscuit Album was 97 I thought it was a little bit earlier than that Uh, Adrenaline came out by Deftones 95 yeah Corn was a little bit earlier than that oh yes and then late night, of course, you got Lincoln Park. Oh, yeah. And then away you go, System of a Down. So, no, like being a part of Fuck System yeah. of a Down. Imagine oh, that. Oh, my God. God, Nick. Well, yeah, that's very interesting. Is Chop Suey still your favorite song? Yes. Yeah. That'll always be my favorite song. It's really I hard. I, 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 that so, and Simple Man. They're, they're my two favorites. You favorite know, like song. every music fan, like, it's like every movie fan. Do you have a favorite movie ever? Oh, favorite movie is Braveheart. Yeah. Mel Gibson. It's weird. It's like, I think, like, putting. You know, p- picking a favorite movie is like picking a favorite artist. I would it's say it's very hard, right? But like picking a favorite song is oh, almost p- it's almost like p- picking a favorite scene from a movie. It's like what movie scene gives you those chills, and it's it's an impossible task because like how often do you listen to it and all that? Scene? It's mental. What are we doing, Nathan? Um, we've kind of gone off the rails. Are we going to quiz? Ah, uh, yes. We going the quiz? Yes, absolutely. Let's get a quiz out because Fuck. I am feeling froggy. Well, Nick, I um, I have to change my quiz kind of mid-afternoon. I had a, I had a couple of plans, but I'm oh, going yeah, back true. to we it. Right? It's, it's going to go. So, Nick Brown, true or false? Question one. True. The no. trophy eyes drummer is the brother of the thy art is murder drummer. What a fucking thing that would be. Trophy eyes and thy art is murder together at last. Mm, yeah. Maybe jo- Jonathan Brothers. Florentini can um do Floriani, a yes. do a guesty on a thy art song. Six seven. Yeah. Did do a um did do a guesty on a Boston knock, knocked loose. Uh, at knocked invasion loose. Yeah. First. Invasion. Coming um, later this year, Nick. Uh, false. Correct, Nick Brown. Nah, well done. He's actually the brother of the Hallians drummer. So really? Oh, well, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, Trophy Eyes Hallians. <laughs> I love dr- how like, two people can't have separate, a different taste of music. <laughs> like, oh, they're brothers. God, Def Core and Trophy Eyes cannot be together, yeah. right? But Hallians and Trophy Eyes, that makes sense. That does make sense, Nick Brown. Um, Nick Brown, too. Who was headline Coach Alamore? Rage Against the Machine or the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Um, do we count the one that hasn't happened yet? Out of curiosity, the one, the 2021, are we counting that? No. Not counting that. I think Rage headlined one in like the mid to late 2000s. 06? Yeah. Um, I would almost say 08. 08? Yep. would have been. They headlined one in the 90s. Definitely one. Yep. Maybe two. Chili Peppers. Jesus. I'm going to say it's 3-2 Rage. Fuck, you're close. Oh, No. Three, two chilies. Oh, damn. I was you trying to so figure that close. third was, one. That third one was struggling. I couldn't pay this one like, for next year because it would have been three, three. Ah, so yeah, true. I was very close. Uh, Nick Brown, who am I? Oh, who are you? I'm an Aussie band with two names. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have to do it Ocean Grove Go on uh, No I'm sorry Nick yeah, I, I, know. I know being in person I was going to bring it back I was <laughs> no, actually going to let you oh, Nick no, I was I'm t- I've got it written here I'm telling you now One day I'm going to bottle you <laughs> ne- I guarantee In the next three weeks I promise you I will have that question Okay Just for you um, I've had one song Make the Backbone 100 In 2018 My clean singing Is hit and miss But when it hits It hits well mm-hmm. um, Okay When I hear that I think of In Heart's Wake Ooh. But it's not their one, their two names. Uh, their three <laughs> names, sorry, not two. But the, when I hear clean yeah, vocals like that hit or miss, I think of them. Um, no, I'm still, still struggling. Okay, Nick. <laughs> my clean singer is outlandish with my hair, with their hairstyle, and they may have had some beef with us back in the day. Beef with us? Oh, shit. When we started the show. Ocean Sleeper. Close, but no. Oh, What did you say about the hair? They tell me they're with me will make our countdown this year. They tell me they're with me. Oh, two Octavia. Yes. Very well done. Pink hair, you know, the ah, outlandish hair. Same with Ocean Sleeper, the pink oh, hair. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah, okay, yeah, nicely yeah, done there, Nick. Done. You got it in the end. All right, Nick Brown. Yes. Crossfaith formed in A, 2006, mm. B, 2007, mm. C, 2008, or D, 2009. 
Uh, so the Zion EP came out in like 2012, but they had stuff before that. Mm, um, yes, they I'm did. I'm going to say 2008. I'm going to say C. Oh. You just back it in C because it's C? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. It was eight. Eight. A, A, 2006. Ah, oh, damn it. Ah, oh, I thought you meant eight. No. Yeah, nah, <laughs> sh- nah you would have been it's right if it was 08. Uh, Nick Brown, can you name me six Lamb of God songs? Nah. Walk Would Be in Hell, Fuck yeah. Laid to Rest, Fuck Redneck, yeah. Black Label, Omer- A Murder. Yep. Um, What's the fourth one? I want Ghost Walking, I guess. That's Fuck yeah. That, Nick, you did it easily. Yeah, you not, doubted. Uh, you don't ever doubt yourself, you sausage head. I do love Lamb of God. New, right. I was listening to a new album this week. Which is really good. Dude, Nick, they're a great band. I know, I, but I, it's the worst thing. And I say this, like, everyone's, I, me, myself, especially, but everybody is. Yeah. Everyone's so fucking hypocritical with their taste of music, right? Like, Lamb of God, let's be honest, releasing the same album over and over again. For, yeah, 20, and, like, 25 years. I get, I get their last one was a little bit different, but this one's almost just a return to, like, Lamb of God being Lamb of God. Fuck yeah. And I love it, but I understand completely that when... Another band come out that I don't really like that much come out and they put the same stuff out. You're or like, if the Architects came out and released a new album and it sounds the same, I'm going to trash it because like. But I guess it's all about where they are in their career as well. Like I don't have the to. I don't have to like band. it to, to appreciate it. I the think sound of the mean. band too, Nick. Yeah, like they got some band, like, Some sounds are just incredible. Ran, that's what I'm saying. The, yeah. the, the the actual combination of those guitarists with Randy Blythe's voice. Yeah, it's still unique. Like they're a metalcore band. I don't give a shit. But like the way they play, there's just something about the energy you they call do. Call them a metalcore band. They are kind of a metalcore band. They're a metal. Yeah. Slash Oh, metalcore band. There's a lot of elements. I call it groove metal band. Groove. Yeah, Get him, Pantera's. Jeez. Okay, yeah. Nick, you'll love this. Um, Egg Helms oh, is no. actually missing his tooth that he appears to lose in The Hangover. True or false? Well, first thing I want to say, I'm proud of you for um, listening to uh, watching Arnie Donner. Um, <laughs> yes. Did you understand that everything is a drum, Nathan? Nick, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen uh, in my hang life. Hang on. Everything, okay, I need a, everything's, everything's a drum. Everything's a drum. Everything's a drum. Everything's a drum or Morning Brown. God damn it, Nick. You stole one of my questions. (laughs) I was going to see if you could name a second song. (laughs) Morning Brown is the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. Nick, can that make the 100? That'd be a top 10 song. It is so catchy. So number three, uh, Hyper Hyper. Number two, (laughs) King uh, Slayer. Slayer. Number one, Morning Brown. Morning Brown. (laughs) Uh, This this Backbone 100 has gone off the rails. It really has. (laughs) Um uh, What was that? Egg Helps. I feel like I remember hearing a story that he did lose his tooth. So I'm going to say true. It is true, but he didn't lose it, Nick. He never grew it. It never grew. It never so grew. So he, he lost his tooth and his adult tooth never came through. There you so, go. And obviously he has a filling and for the hangover, he just took it out for the, the scene where they said he lost it. Nick. I wonder how much, how much that played a part in him getting the role. Like if it was Ooh, like, imagine yes. him like going, he's doing the lines at a, at a reading and everything like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, is there anything else you got? He's like, I can pull my tooth out. <laughs> and they're like, Here, what? guys. Like, you know, we have CGI's, like, but this is real. Like, I can pull yeah. my tooth out. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No, nah, Nick, that's fine. I'm Nick Brown. Who am I? I'm an Aussie band with two names. Aussie band with two names. It must be Ocean Grove. Huh? <laughs> Thought about another name. You know how hard, I was it, is hoping to, so you know how hard, hard it is to think of another name with two names when you are so infatuated <laughs> on, on Ocean Grove? Yeah, on Do you know how hard Grove. it is to find bands <laughs> with two names now, Nick? I've been saying the same shit for weeks. <laughs> All right, no, it's not. Ocean Grove. Nick, I'm from Sydney and I'm named after a part on your body and something you win for participating in events. Uh, Set in the third clue. My latest two albums both oh, peaked. Oh, okay. my, my latest two albums both peaked at eight on the Arias and one of my singles came in at ninety in the backbone twenty eighteen countdown. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, what was the what was the second one again? What was the, the I'm from Sydney. Yep, the other bit. And am named after a part on your body. And something you win for participating in events. Knee ribbon. 
Um, Nia Blavascarius. Nia Blavascarius. <laughs> no. Knee. Is it knee? Or oh, maybe Elbow, it's a Wrist. Oh. Wrist. Wrist ribbons. Wrist ribbons. Neck is close. It the, is it the wrist ribbons? No. Randy and the wrist ribbons. Randy oh, and the ribbons. Yeah. Oh, I love that band. And then rev, rev your motorbike when you do it. Um, no, I have no fucking clue. What, what is this? Nick, um, I have the tallest singer in the scene. Trophy. Eyes. Yeah, the trophy. Well you got a trophy participating in the, oh, your body and the eye, you know? <laughs> I'm a cheeky boy. So it's not Jimmy and the knees or whatever the fuck I just said. You were close. That's Jimmy right. World. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, well, well, I'll take that for next week. Uh, Nick Brown, how many titles has LeBron James won? A3, oh, B4, fuck. C5, D6. I talk about this with you enough, so I should know this. I reckon it's you'll, more get, than I reckon three. you'll get this. More than three for sure. Uh, it's not six. Michael Jordan won six. Yeah, and I know it's not six yet. It's four or five. I can't remember if he just won his fifth or his fourth. I feel like he's still two off, so I'm going to say four. Correct, Nick Brown. I'm proud of you. Well done. Nine. Nick, name me the three guys who star in Arnie Donna's big old house of fun. Oh. If you get two, I'll take it. Broden. Correct. I can't. How do you fucking forget a name like Broden? <laughs> That's a great Mark. name. Mark. Correct. Give me the third. And Zach. Yes. The Foo Fighters looking guy. I have never heard a more hype intro song where it's one, two, one, two, Auntie Donna. And it goes into the drum and bass. Oh, how heavy. It's so unreal. I would count. I literally, by the fourth episode, I'm going one, two, one, two, Auntie Donna. When you told me to watch it last week, I'm like, okay. And then I watched the first five minutes and I thought... Probably 10 minutes of the first episode, I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? I'm like, this is the worst thing of all time. I don't know what moment it turned me. It. I don't know what moment it. it turned me. But the moment that it turned me, I just, I lost it. And I watched the whole thing. I watched it straight. I've watched it three times this week. Did Nick. you see the um, Grant Denya, the Family Feud one yet? Yeah, I've watched the whole show. Oh, oh mate, I'm telling you, how funny is the Ellen DeGeneres scene? In the <laughs> Apparently, that's one of their skits because, yeah, like, they because yeah. they, they met in what Ballarat at uni back in the day. I did a little bit of research on it, but um, dude, like, they've got 60 million views on or 600 million views or something on YouTube. Like, they're yeah. making tons yeah, of money, and great. now Ed Helms producing their show on Netflix. So these guys, and only 20 minute shows and episodes, which is yeah. so easy to watch and just binge watch for anyone that hasn't seen it. And if you like Aussie humor, I was scared it was going to be taken over by Americans because Killer Kong or what's her name. Buddy, the uh, wrestler, awesome Kong, awesome yeah. Kong was. Oh my, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? And like, there's so many random people that are in it. Yeah. Um, buddy, a guy from the Boys is in it. Oh, oh buddy, what's his name? That. But Nick, great show, yeah. show. Some some miss, some jokes miss, but at, at sometimes the, they try a little hard. Yeah, and a lot. That's what happens with sketch comedy. But that's like, the thing. Yeah, if, if, sometimes if you run into three sketches in a row that don't hit, you're like, oh, should I keep watching? But it's usually pretty good. The strike rate's oh. decent enough on this. Oh, Aussie humor. Like, we yeah. get it. We love the banter. So, yeah. like, that, it just. The amount so of shit it's copying as well. People, so, it's a love hate show. People either love it or they fucking despise it. You just got to go in with it with the right idea. Like, if you think it's like, you just got to take it for what it is. That's how, like, like, like I said, with the bring, me, the bring Me the Horizon mixtape that I call it. Nick. Take it how it is. Take it for yeah. whatever you want to interpret it as. Nick, last one for yes. you. Swipe left, swipe right, super like. Unify. Coachella. Mm. Good things. Hmm. So I've been to Good Things twice, I've been to Coachella twice, and I've been to Unify five times, five out of six. Is that about right? There's been six Unifies since then? Yeah. Okay, so that's about right. Um, this is really tough. I, I have to super this like, like killing a baby, Nick. This to, is I horrible. I have to super like Unify. For Unify sure. is yep. really tough to say anything else. I honestly think Unify is a top five festival in the world. I really do. As much shit as I do give it. Like, 
obviously because we know people as well, like yep. getting there and having 40, 50 people, 60 people walking around these campgrounds and just kind of getting on as much fucking shit as possible. Like there's something <laughs> very, there's something very pure about that as much as from the outside looking in, maybe it doesn't seem so pure. It seems the, the opposite of pure. <laughs> what, did the be- what did the Beatles sing about, Nick? Um, they see, they sung about- They sang Come Together, Nick. Come that's what, Together. That's what, uh, no, that's what yeah, we need well for done. Unifly. That's what it is. Um, I'm swiping right to Coachella because again, it's always hard to compare um, multiple Day camping festivals with one day festivals because good things is a one day and I love yes. good things 2019 and everything like that but yeah I mean Coachella has to swipe right and we have to swipe left to good things also good things still yet to um confirm Announce anything. or deny, deny yep. so you never know guys keep December hmm, what date would it be <laughs> keep it about two weeks free because you never know good things might drop it I'm seriously considering Naven I've said I said this about a, a couple months ago or something like that. I think that at the whenever the good things were supposed to happen, they're going to announce the lineup for the following year. That makes sense. I, I just think I said it a couple of months ago, and I, I thought I, I'm sticking with this because the idea of them not saying anything yet is strange to me. I don't know what's going on there, and I just think they're going to go, "Look, guys, obviously we couldn't do this because of that, but to save your troubles and to give you guys all a happy fucking go lucky sticker, thumbs up, uh, trophy eyes, trophy eyes, I'll yep. give you some trophy eyes. Uh, we're going to give you this lineup. Here's 2021, and it's going to say at the top, Backbone Takeover, and no, we're not going to be on there, but it's going to say at the top, Metallica. Imagine. Fuck. Wouldn't happen, but you know, couldn't. So do you think like so obviously next year, twenty twenty one, it'll be December time when it's meant to happen. Yeah. Do you think they could do it mid year the following year and then do a normal one the normal time in twenty twenty two in December? Or do you think they could do one in March and the same in December to make up for this year not having one? Or probably ha- not. I think they have to scratch this one. I think yeah. they I think they're gonna try and get as many acts look. Obviously, we don't know. make it as we big as possible. We don't know if um, Soundwave thirteen. Nick. No, it's not going to be Soundwave. Imagine, but it's it's they're not gonna they're gonna try and get as many acts that were booked for twenty twenty back over for twenty twenty one. But Coach unfortunately, what same happened? Lineup. Yeah, but um, they're being pushed back again. Like they they can't get on to they're this cooked. year. So it's like how many how long do you push back until you have to start rebooking a new lineup? They can't do ba- it. Bands are starting to release new albums. And yep. You're like, oh shit, what about this band coming through? We need to get them on. What about Eskimo Callboy? We need them on this so lineup. Much kind of chaos. Thing. I need hyper hyper in my life. Live. Imagine we'll see. We'll see that at a unify one year. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get it. But good things have the best opportunity because we don't know when lo- international bands can be allowed. And that's the biggest one. And that's why good things is in. I, I would honestly say good things is probably in the best spot right now. I don't know how they're doing financially, of course, but it's almost like because they are about to happen, we know it can't happen. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But download, if it doesn't happen next year, it probably right. won't happen again. So, man, what, what will come back first? Download or good things? Good things. Yeah. Good so, things has to come back yeah. first. I think. I don't know. Well, being Aussie ran too helps. Yeah. Like, obviously, download, like, the UK, that's thriving. They're going to be fine no matter what. Like, yeah. they don't really care. They don't need Australia to, like, keep surviving. That's just a handy, like, here you go, Australia, yeah. you can have a few of these bands and enjoy yourselves. But good things being Australian owned, they're going to try and make it sustainable as long as possible. And they've killed off download festivals when it hasn't succeeded in other parts of the world before. So Which they, they, they probably will, will again. They, they exactly. will not have any problem with going, look, we gave it a crack. Um, we thought there was a market. Lineups didn't get the, the reaction. Do you reckon there's something wrong with Australian <coughs> audiences? Do you think like do you think um, we're too uh, like we expect too much? A little bit. I think yeah. that. I think we're a little bit entitled. I think that's yeah. probably the word to, to describe our music scene. Because do you think they should have renamed it? I know. I know. It's download. Easy, I know okay. it's easy to say this because like, but you have a. But I think a lot of the part of the the hype behind download was that it had the name download. But if they knew, they knew full well that download Australia was not going to have a lineup like download UK. 
And it was also going to be a one-day festival, remember? You yep. know, Download UK is three, three days. Three days. Like, three day and you get three genuine headliners. Like, you know, I, I've been looking at the um the headliners today. Yeah, Unbelievable it's, scenes. It's, it's mental. And like you knew that. Is there something could they have done this a little bit differently? I think maybe renaming is probably not the right move because again, that's why people are going because they're like, well, download, that's awesome. But there's something there. I don't know. There's something weird about that whole thing. Maybe, yeah, maybe Australian audiences are a bit fickle. Maybe we are. I think we've always said that we are like we do expect much, but we always say that festivals need to grow every year or at the minimum they need to maintain because otherwise if you if you go down same way 2013 effect man as soon as you go down people are going to go off you and they'll be like look i'm not fucking over i i paid 200 bucks for you know 20 bands that i wanted to see last week last year even though i could only see eight because time fucking clashes (laughs) that's how it works right yeah but uh this year there's only there's only 10 bands i want to see even though you'll still only be able to see eight (laughs) you know they might be better bands but that's just that that's the the average punter they're not gonna do that they're not gonna fork out money unless it's like oh it's they pay overs kind of thing it's like getting jeremy cameron into your fucking side you you have to pay overs you need more than you need to pay more than what you're worth kind of thing 100% 100% dude and that's the thing going forward whether they can actually sustain it so I'm really interested to see what happens with download I'm really interested to see what happens with good things as well I think there's room for all three I think yeah. they're obviously invasion Ash has talked about having that maybe not every year maybe every 18 months every two years yeah. but I think those big three that can exist I think if they do it right they do it smart it can exist going forward but still in baby like little early like fragments we don't know what's going to happen we don't know like gigs are coming back this weekend obviously with the um the the stake thanks to stay god obviously for doing that with jason burger too yeah giving the thumbs up to actually have a venue they've also got the stuck out show i'll talk about in 360 news a little bit later but um it's really interesting when i think once we get the thumbs up on internationals coming out we'll get more clarity from both download and good yeah. things and it is a waiting game from everyone at yeah the most. So it's not like the festival would have a bit more knowledge about what's going on but they can't until they get it. the yeah. absolute green light. It's like, what can you do? And that's the best thing for Unify, Nick. We're voice. We, I remember at high school, I, I don't know if you remember it too, yeah. but I talk about imagine if we had an all Australian just lineup. Like, we, we try and write bands. I remember back in like year seven, eight, we had like Jet, Wolf, yeah, Fiber, all the rock bands living in. And we're like, fuck, like imagine. But Silver Chair great. coming back. Silver Chair coming like, We're like, we get all these bands. Like, imagine this. But that. We've grown to the stage now, Unify can sustain an all Aussie lineup, we think. Well, yeah. I think they'll get away with it. They'll get enough people there. People will go because it's Unify. So you don't rely on the internationals as much, but the other two relying on them makes it hard. Yeah. And you can't obviously do three festivals relying on Aussie acts. It will not work. Unify is the only not one who can do that. It's the only exactly. one who can get away with it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, hopefully, Unify happens next year as well. That's a huge one. Like, we don't know. Um, we need it to happen, don't we? Yeah, we do. Just for ourselves, just for everyone. That'll be my return in public next Unify. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, I'm looking at some of these download lineups. I'm just so jealous. Yeah, I know. Don't be that guy, you bastard. Anyway, it's time for 360 News, Nathan. Da-da-da. Do you uh, have Da-da-da-da. anything to talk about? A couple of things. Yeah, what do you got? It wasn't a great week, but. It was a bit of a shit week, eh? Well, cool. We'll stuck out. So that's the first little thing. So they've announced the new show with support from Reside December 19, Stay Gold. Nice little pre Christmas present for us, Nick Brown. So they've got the the Lie Through Your Teeth EP release. So that's what it's going to be that night. So strip back, they've said on the um, the post of their Nick Brown. So. Well, well, you can go and check that out if you want. A great band, and um, that'd be good. To, good. Does fun. that mean both bands, both Reside and Stuck Out, will be doing strip back sets? I'm they guessing? have to, I'd say. Mm. Uh, what does that mean? Acoustic, or is that what we're going to get? Or? Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, maybe like you know, have like the the typical the drummer on the box thing, the boom, but the boom, but the boom, boom. Deal with that. Boom, boom, but boom, but like yeah, look, it'd be fun. I get when you're doing sit down shows, it's not maybe the vibe to do these pop punk songs. But uh, do you reckon people know. throw down at the um the the, the, the can't keep us down? 
I surely no, for Dreg, Return I, of the Dreg. Surely there's no one that can sit through that. I don't think. I I like to think people. People will be good a, though. A bit more sane. best behavior. Um, but uh, there's always a chance of one guy. Look, there's six shows. There's a lot of chances for people to be yeah. fucking stupid. Like if it was one show, I'd say definitely not six shows. Who knows? Chances are it's going to be Burjo. Please send me a selfie, Burjo. I want to see if you got your beard. We still. both want one tonight, Burjo. <laughs> so when you listen to the show, just send them both through. This won't be up until midnight. I like to think you're going to be uh, ready to go as soon as I have this up. 100%. Uh, dude, so talking about architects. So the live stream happened Saturday. So yesterday, apparently Animals was really good. So that was the, the first um, yep. single they've released to their upcoming album. That doesn't surprise me. I think that's a really good, that'd be a really good live song. Yep. I think in a live setting, that'd be really good. But Nick, the, the thing I want to talk about. So they had a song called Black Lungs. I think it's track. I don't know what track number it actually is, but- They've actually got it leaked on YouTube. It came out during the week. Yeah. I didn't hear it. Did you get a chance to hear it? I heard a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, I heard the first half. It, I can't remember if I liked it. I think I remember okay. I, I remember being the opposite to Animals. So what I, I remember thinking about Animals was... Or? Animals, I love the chorus and I didn't like the verses, but I really liked the verses the and I didn't like the chorus in this one. Um, I didn't okay. listen to the whole song as well. I listened to like the first half and I was like, yeah, yeah it'll be up eventually. Uh, I think it got, to, I don't know if it got taken down. I'm sure yeah. it's somewhere on the internet. I couldn't find it. Today. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I, I didn't look that hard, but, but uh, um, yeah. Yeah, look, I'm, I don't want to sound, I was talking about this to myself today, just in the mirror, uh, as I do. Our architects- How do you go in the mirror, Nick? What oh, do you say to yourself? I just say, you're talking to me. You're <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but I was thinking like, architects. Yep. I know, look, we've had a bit of a rocky relationship with architects. We love them. We've hated them. We've um, mm. been pretty indifferent We've grown them. with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And their unified performance, I think, still will be probably the worst performance of the year. I know that oh, obviously hasn't been a whole lot of competition, but it was Ugh. for us, it was awful. Disgusting. Are they still a great live band? I know, live, I know they're live- they, Play well. They play their instruments, which is the bare minimum every any band should do, right? Uh, they always sound good. Sam always sounds really great. Fantastic. But there's always something about Sam to me, and I haven't seen this new performance, so keep that in mind that he might have fucking bawled his eyes out. I don't know. But like, there's something about Sam that he never really. He always seems like he's. It's always like he's too perfect for his own good. You yeah. know, like Matt Bellamy from Muse, and he's like he's hitting all these high notes. It's mm. always great. But like, I'd rather listen to. I'd rather listen to fucking Jason Butler go spastic, crazy, yep. and I'd rather listen to Caleb Shomo go nuts and go yep. go full punk rocker out there. Like, there's something about like that. It almost takes away the live element. It's well, that's the rawness of playing live yeah. music. We've grown up with that. We we like that kind of. Not that you, we don't want people to miss notes, but yeah. that's part of being human. You don't want it to be too good. It's like and architects yeah. aren't a band who are, have a massive production as well. So like, your Parkway aren't the most mental band live. Um, I think Winston goes up a level when he goes live as yep. well, personally. But yep. they had this huge pyro stage. Yeah, the fire, They've the done flames, all this stuff. Yep. It's massive. It, it, the drama goes up now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it adds it adds so much to it. We saw architects this year. They had a very boring a show ever. A very boring show. They don't really have a great backdrop. It's not like they have they have the typical Ooh. smoke and everything like that. It's not really too much there. Well, the thing is, Nick. So I'm not saying they're on the level of Bring Me, but they've kind of followed that trajectory of trying to get to that. They think they're big noting is the same level yeah. as Bring Me, but Bring Me with the similar show. They obviously have the videos in the background. You see the the, the live show. They have the songs to back it up. The songs yeah. back up like the actual live show, what it is. Architect's new album with the actual back setting and the videos that you see there, they're kind of boring. And like, yeah. uh, it's no offense to them, but like, bring me, it's an up and about show. It's like you're at a rave with a couple of the new songs. Whereas Architects, they're still a metalcore band traditionally with guitar riffs and stuff like that. But in a live setting, as you say, and that's the, like, even what we've been talking about, Lamb of God with like the new album. Wait till you see them live. They're, they're, yeah. they're fucking mental. But like, you expect that. You have the energy. Whereas... Architects were lacking that, I think, yeah. on Holy Hell. And again, you know, who knows? Like, that architects were on it. Like, 
I've seen architects when they play at the Corner Hotel on that Amity tour, let the ocean take me to it, and they were fucking amazing. Phenomenal. It's the yeah. best time I've seen them. I saw them so support, intimate. Su- support um, Amity again on the Youngbloods tour with mm. Ghost Inside, and I was like, whoa. Like That was on the day when they released Daybreak. Is that Palace? Palais Theater? Yeah, the Palais, yeah. Oh, at, what at a the venue. Palais. And it's like, oh. I, they are such an energetic band. Obviously, they're getting older. I'm not expecting them to do backflips. Like, I'm not expecting them to do that, but it's almost like sometimes, you know, I think they need to up their game maybe visually. Maybe, I don't know. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm asking them just to put $100,000 worth of budget into their production. So, uh, if you could kindly do that, Sam Carter, and fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Sorry, anyway. I just I had a prayer for the Unpalais Theater. Yeah. R.I.P. That's and, very sad. this new album could be really good. I'm hearing good things about the songs that have been that they played. Um, yeah. Obviously, architects have a lot of stands, so who knows if it's actually good? That yeah. that remains to be seen. But I'm optimistic. We're I was open. Opti- we were optimistic on Holy Hell as well. Let's yeah, keep that in mind. Well, we we thought it was going to be great. You thought it was going to be album of the year. Well, and that's the thing. I thought the whole storyline of it, it was yeah. a bit like Ghost Inside, and obviously the build up to the story and yeah. everything. Like you expected to be the best thing of all time, and if it's not the best thing of all time, you deflate it. So no matter, even if it's a decent record like Polaris this year, my expectations were that it'd be a little bit better than what it was, and that's kind of hurt the actual. Yeah. Like the quality's still there. It's still a really good album, but because yeah. I expected it to be great. It's kind of in the background for me. It's I'm not listening to that over and over like I thought I would be. Yeah. Uh, Nick Brown. So yeah, I just want to shout out again, Jason Burjo. Can't keep us down next weekend. Great stuff. All sold out. Um, Nick Alpha Wolf. So they sold out a second show for the Brisbane show. Yeah. On their quiet place to die tour. Um, do you reckon we'll get another Melbourne show? So I was just I was looking at the dates. I was like checking today. We've got three days in between after the Tasmania show. So the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights are free in between. So do you reckon potentially we could? Because that sold out. I think in a day the Melbourne so, show at Max Watts. First, I didn't know they were doing a Tassie show. That's awesome. Yeah, go on home. Go go do a Tassie show. Um, I know Sabi's been wanting to do that. Like, they want to go back to Tassie, which yep. is awesome for them to go. I know it's probably expensive to do it and all that. Um, look, it all depends because right now, they are not. They haven't sold out Max Watts. They've sold out the allocation for at the, the first, moment. Yeah, and we don't right. know how many. I think it's half capacity. Yep. And I think they're waiting off. I don't know what the capacity of the Brisbane venues are. Yep. They might be half the capacity so they could do two shows. Depending on size, yeah, of course. And it's kind of all about that. But if they can do full shows. I think they'll they'll I think they'll sell out Max Watts. I don't yeah. think they'll go anymore, which would be huge if they could sell out Max Watts, dude. Like that'd be massive. That's a great and they, have venue. they announced have they announced support yet? I think they might be holding off on yeah, that. Yeah, haven't oh, I haven't heard and anything I think, yet. I think that's what they're doing on I I don't know that I might Who be wrong reckon we'll here. support them? Do you reckon it'll be a grave mine? I hope it's justice. Justice, yeah. I hope it's justice. I reckon that'd be the fucking sickest. Imagine that. I I hope it's justice, daybreak. Ooh. Stop and, it. Go on. And go on. And John Floriani Johnny acoustic set to finish off. One to of the greatest, start off, not finish off. Nick, sorry, he's, he's not headlining. His solo album last year, or EP, whatever you want to call it, one of the great things I've ever heard in my life. So I'm telling you now, if we saw that, I'd love it. Shut the fuck up. Moving on. Cup on your bus. Hands like ours. So they've announced the Reflect Tour, Nick Brown. What do you think of this? Agnes Manners supporting. No, obviously, Agnes Manners, the guy that left Hallian's done his own thing. The project came out uh, this year. Yeah, Listen yeah, to a couple yeah. of acoustic songs. COVID safe, of course, Nick Brown. Going down the, uh, the old East Coast, Nick, but they're not getting to Victoria. What? They're not getting to Victoria. When's the tour for? Uh, it's in January, Nick Brown. So yeah, I think there's I seven dates and they're just going up Queensland, doing the rural kind of thing up and down the coast, avoiding Victoria. Ah, uh, who cares? Um, they're avoiding Victoria because no one likes them in Victoria. Fuck off. Fuck yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine having a band that was like loved in every state except, except for one. Victoria. Like, it didn't matter which one. George, you like, in, boys. Like, every time we tour, we sell out. Like We sell out the whole East Coast. But yep. every time we go to South Australia, nobody goes. No, and, we always, wants to... and everyone fucking protests that fucking shows. It's really strange. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. A um, couple of 
So a couple of things announced. We've got Frank Lerodic. Do you know him? Frank Lerodic and the Future Violence? Um, Mike Chem guitarist? Yeah, yeah. So UNFD. Is that his on. name? Frank Lero. Frank, Frank Lero, yeah. Lero? Yeah, Lero, Lero, whatever you want to call uh, him. But um, uh, he's got a UEP coming Jan 15 through UNFD called Heaven is a Place, This is a Place. I don't know what that means. You can tell me. But Nick, I can. A couple of new... Ooh, oh, baby, will you know what that's worth? Ooh, baby, heaven is a place on earth. Oh, well you say, done. You say, You've been waiting. You say this, heaven. Love comes first. Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's an American Pie, the wedding. Yeah, I think so. I'm, 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 I'm it's guessing. A great song. And then, they go, and then they go up an octave. Ooh, baby, do you know what that worth? I'm pretty sure that's the scene where Stifler dances in the, the gay bar to get um, Jim's oh, wife's dress off Leslie. So, great scene. That's the probably the best scene in American Pie, I reckon. That was, oh. it was just a cracking scene. Uh, Nick Brown, new music. So, Refuse have got a new track called Organic. Yes. Organic. Yes. Organic. Yes. Go fuck yourself. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Nick Brown. That's just what the song's called. But um, oh. it's okay. It's not great, I didn't think. It's a decent song. Yeah, I haven't heard it. Uh, Nick Brown, a couple of other songs popped out. We've got a band called Error. So they're signed to UNFD yes, now. Um, yeah. Have you heard this song, House of Glass? Um, I heard the song Blood Eagle or something. I don't know what the fuck Snow that Dancer? Yeah, Snow Blood. Snow, yeah, Snow, Snow Blood, that's Snow it. Snow Prancer. I don't know. Some Dash of Prancer. And fucking bullshit. Um, Rudolph <laughs> and Vixen <laughs> and the, the Reindeers. Uh, and I heard that one and I thought it was okay. Yes. It was very metalcore. Yes. Um, uh, probably part of my 30% that I'm kind of indifferent Ooh, on. Yes. And I decided to not listen to this one. Okay. And uh, I, ho- I hope you decide to listen to it, Nathan, and give me a three-word review. Oh, three-word review. Polaris in style. I like it. Their first one was pretty Polaris in style, too, so well, I like it. This one's got probably a little bit more of a prog elements than I, I thought yeah. they would have had, which I really like. I, I like that. I like when um, metalcore bands do it. Like not over the top. If they have little parts and little moments of um prog, I I like that parts. But um, House of Glass, Nick. I'm telling you, if you like Polaris and you don't like this song, I think you're faking it. I think you're Whoa. phonies. I'm calling out anyone that doesn't like. You're a phony. You're a phony, <laughs> man. I'm t- Nick. I'm telling you, there's no real difference. I, I know it's like you don't want bands to sound the same, but the screams in this sound so much like Jamie from Polaris. It's, really? it's ridiculous, and it's really good. The riff works sensational. Ooh. Cleans are okay. They're pretty hit and miss for me, but I think this song's really good. So if you want to check it out, check it out. Like um, a couple it. of other songs. Luca Brasi, new track, Every Time You're Here, Nick. I'm loving this band. I don't know. Yeah. There's something about this band over lockdown. The more I listen to them, the more I enjoy it. they got a new album coming, Everything Is Tenuous, February 12th, so not far away. Hacktivist got the new track, Armored Core. Yeah. Cool song. I really yeah. like the band. Still with UNFD. So I like they'll- the, um, the features really good. Kid Bookie's really yeah, good. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like that. Um, both vocals are really I love the chorus. Mm, oh, good the, chorus. The, the fucking instrumental in the Chorus is so good. Tasty? Um, yeah. Really I wish tasty. we could play songs still. Nah. Sorry. I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to bring that. Nick's crying in the background. Nah. Band called Bloodline Nick Brown. They dropped an EP last week called Insolent Redux. They're one of the this, one of the better EPs I've actually heard this year. It's a really good Where jam. Where are from, buddy? Ah, they're American. Oh. They're on Franz's um, label. Ah, stay, stay sick. sick. Yeah. yeah. So I found them through that. And um, yeah, Bloodline's the band. They're on the backbone. Um. Take over playlist oh, for anyone like that wants to listen to them. Um, the song Insolent, the first track on the EP, really good. Nick Loser, one of our Aussie yeah. rock bands, have got a new song called Upside Down. Decent track, really nice chorus. I like this band a lot. Um, another band, Headstrong, got a new song called Detach, featuring Jacob Wilkes. Do you know who he is? 
Jacob Wilkes. He's from a band with two f- with two names. Motion Grove, baby. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a uh, From a band called Above Below from ah, Sydney, Nick Brown. Nice. So, Nick, I'm a big fan of this band. I've talked about them last year. They're head, very similar to Stuck Out, I think. But head, um, Headstrong, I'm going to take you on. Yeah. Exactly right, Nick Brown. So Headstrong, I'm going to take you on. Listen to the new song, Detach, featuring Jacob Wilkes. And also Stonehaven, new song called The Colors in My Mind. Really cool jam. That was 360 News. I haven't done that in a long time, Nick Brown. I know. It's been great. I've done it every week, no, but no. um, yeah, I just thought I'd be silly. No, no. Yeah. That's okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your doozer? There it is. Anyway. If you could um, yeah. if you could go get a slab right now of anything, what would it be? You know what? I mean, now we're on the fruit beers page. I <laughs> You want some fruit beers? I feel like I'm a part of something, Nick. I, I'd probably go to UDLs. I would. I think what I would do you reckon? Go, I would go to... Harvey's? I don't know if I'd go lemon lime. Or I'd go lime. I can't remember. Why don't you just go Harvey's? Get twelve of each. Because I feel like one of them I really like, and one of them I don't like that much. And I forget which one. Four tonic, lemon lime. Oh, and lime and soda. I am a. What would your fourth one be though? I am a fucking horny bastard for a fucking tonic. Would you go the Uzos, Mitch? I mean, Mitch is an an Uzo guy. Nah, not an Uzo guy at all. Sarsaparilla guy, not an Uzo guy. Do you like sarsaparilla? Yeah, uh, it's hit and miss. I always like Portella. Portella yeah, was, Portella's, Portella's really a really one for me. I um, I was talking about this to someone today about uh, sarsaparilla. It's like the most... Everyone hates that fucking drink. Fly everyone spray. Go, yeah, reckon. everyone drinks it tastes like licorice and all this. And uh, like, it kind of does. Yeah, a little I bit. get it, but like... Tinge. It's one of those... I feel like it's Vegemite. I feel like it's the same thing as Vegemite. You if, you, if you didn't grow up with it, I <laughs> yeah. feel like you're going to struggle. Like you're not going to you're not gonna come in with that. But I don't know what America has that's like that. Your Australia has... I don't know sarsaparillas. They had Dr. Pepper and all that. But like Australia has Vegemite where like if you don't grow up with it, you're going to hate the fucking thing. And you don't PB, even know how to eat it. Their PB and J, isn't that their sandwich for everything? I've never yeah, I've never true, ever had a really peanut butter one. and jelly ever yeah. more. I've always a wanted jelly to. Jam, yeah. That's I don't know. That's yeah, the, jelly does make uh, jam. So it's like strawberry yeah. jam with peanut butter. Let's yeah. try it. Why don't we try it? Oh, Are you there? F- food review next week. Done. Peanut butters, yeah. Peanut butter's good for me. Yeah. Okay. Like, so like and you can do what? Any of the jams? Jam? I don't know. I don't really know what's in I haven't had a jams. I haven't had a jam. You know what? I jam out every day. But I haven't had a strawberry jam in a long time. <laughs> you know what we haven't talked about, Nick? What? The Macca's deal of the um, week. Yeah, Macca's deal of the week. Tell you what. Two small Big Mac meals yesterday for oh. $8. That's a sexy deal. And you know what the best part is? Go on. Best part about these fucking deals is when you when you ask them about the deal, and I, I literally, if you ever do it, you just go up to them and you go, can I just have the daily deal? And it'll come up, right? They know what it is now. It's so fucking... So easy. you don't even need it. And you, you can get it twice because you can go to another place. Oh, I don't know. I'm oh, just saying if no, you but don't... You can say you have to scan it later on, oh, but when they put it through shit. and they put it up on the board before yeah. you drive through, oh, you it puts it. up what it's actually worth. 20, like 22 it's, bucks. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> there's nothing better than watching $22 slashed to $8 <laughs> yeah. within seconds. And you're like, fuck Mate. you, Ronald McDonald, you Mate. bastard. <laughs> You've oh, taken that's... too much money out of my life. It's so funny. Have you watched Founder? No, the I Mac haven't watched it yet. Ray Kroc, he was an evil genius. Did a great job for McDonald's around the world. God damn. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us, guys. Uh, thank you for joining me, Nathan. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, in live and in person, um, which is exciting. Um, and yeah, happy days. We'll see you guys next week.